Hello, hello, this is Andrea with the Andrea Effect. I hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, day, or night, whatever time you're listening to this. Let me just start off by saying, oh, give me a second, I'm closing up some windows because I live off of a street area and you can kind of hear the traffic. And you can hear everything on this podcast, like <laughs> probably me walking right now. It's the oddest thing. You guys, I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend if you celebrate Easter. Um, I didn't put up a podcast last week and I was like, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I really like to feel into it before I just kind of jump online. Um, I like to really feel the message, like what it is I'm supposed to say, even though I have it written down. uh, It's not scripted. What I talk about is just what I have inside of me. It's what I feel I've known. Some of these thoughts come from even like early, early childhood. Um, you know, like all the revelations of putting everything together. So I really look forward to uh, to sharing the messages that I share on my podcast in hopes and faith rather that they're beneficial to you and serve a purpose to you or whether it's you personally or just that knowledge for you to hold should you meet somebody that um, that you can say, hey, you know what, I heard of this concept or here's another perspective on how to look at things. Uh, so you personally don't have to go through it, but it's enlightening to know more and uh, and therefore share and help somebody out sometimes that, that may be going through things and... Um, whether or or can use a resource such as you know small business marketing tips and things like that that I share so yeah definitely trusting yourself is key right trusting yourself that you're sharing the right message and everything that's coming out is key um I started off right now with the idea of the word salesy (laughs) and I'm going to talk about sales and business marketing yay fun right but I'm going to talk about like the behind the scenes and the why from my perspective, obviously, about why sales is hard for um, women entrepreneurs or perhaps entrepreneurs in general. Um, When you talk to very, very, very talented people, you will get a response sometimes such as, I really don't want to be salesy. I don't really want to sell it. That's not my thing. And I just want to kind of keep their head hidden like an ostrich and do their thing, do their craft, do their art. They don't want to be pushy. They don't know how to ask. Of course not. You've been told, we have been told to sit down and shut up um, kind of all your life. And maybe not as aggressive as shut up, but perhaps sit down, listen up. I'm talking about, I don't want you to hear everything. (laughs) Excuse me. I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about schooling. I'm talking about, you know, you can't. There was that one disruptive kid that stood out that very well just may have been a normal kid, and um, you know, you expect like five and six year olds to sit down all day, and you know, you get molded this way, you get trained this way to go into an office and sit down another eight hours, and it's insane. It's insane um, 
to see that someone's spirit or creativity can be stripped from them if they don't fall within the confined like square space of what is acceptable and unacceptable. I'm not bashing education. You need education. And some people are meant to follow that grid. That's good. Um, but some aren't. And and that's also good. Because we need a mixture of everything. We need a mixture of everybody and everything. And, and no matter how creative you are, you still need to learn discipline and structure and sales and tactics and processes. No matter if you like it or not. It's important to know that. Because if you're going to partner with somebody, you need to know how that vision may lay out, right? Same way goes for somebody who's uh, more analytical, um, you know, let's say systematic and stuff like that. It's good to know the creative part of what that might look like because then you will know, oh, this can be more colorful if we add some of these features. Let's just, right, just an example. Let's add some more stories into the Instagram story campaign in addition to the Facebook campaign. We're going to add more stories. They're going to correlate. They're also going to overlap into other social medias. We're going to use the same keywords and stuff for the ads and, you know, the website, the SEO. You need to know all of this as a creative, as a, like a CEO, right? As a creative director that's directing this. It's crucial to know these concepts. You don't have to be an expert on them. Somebody asked me the other day about SEO I was like, well, like keywords and backlinks and like that was the max. And then I felt like I was just rambling at that point because I know of them and I understand. But am I an SEO expert? Absolutely not. Do I know the key components that are needed to do it? Yeah, I just literally was texting my guy and he's like, what what keywords are we adding? And I'm like, I think I said like 25 and he's doing like another 25 or whatever. So it's super super fun right and it's an everyday process which is even more interesting um shout out to manny he's he's cool manish um so yeah i mean this is my team i love them they're amazing and um and everyone pulls their weight and does what they need to do and and um that's how you grow there's no way you can just do it on your own if you're going to scale larger than your local area and you know my goal is live local think global and i definitely think global um especially with online marketing especially with access to to online marketing um and having also the brand of my clients get out there super crucial um there's some really talented people in my inner circle of girlfriends um here where i live and you know in, in other states i live in other states other countries as well they're very talented, they're very talented in what they do and passionate about what they do. And, you know, I really, I really enjoy um, talking with them because I learned so much and it just really, in a way, I'm not like researching, them, right? but my brain just works like that. In a way, it's like, is this, you know, proving theories or debunking theories or I'm adding to this research in my in my head, in my life, in my business, and that of my clients and my future. This works, this doesn't work. You know, it's not a sit down, let's test a hundred people and do that. I can absolutely do that. I mean, that would be heaven for me um, to sit down and just like let's ask the ten. And I do that indirectly, and that's how I grow and I gather and I adapt. Um, and I see what's working, what's not, in addition to training. 
So when it comes time to sales, I'm not selling something I don't know. I'm I'm fully vetted. I'm invested. Like every single day, I'm learning something about my industry, about online marketing, about systems, about uh, algorithms, about creative, about content, about what's working, what's not working, and what's coming ahead, and where are we going in the next so many years, right? Where is this going to turn to, as ugly as it may be? There are some industries that are just not going to make that cut, and it's better if they jump on the wave now instead of getting left out. Um, Toys R Us, I've used them as an example before too. They could have been doing a lot of things. They could have caught that wave instead of fighting and being like, no, um, we're this or that. Like the online game was just too far behind. Um, you know, I think I mentioned this before, Office Depot. I I don't know their numbers and I don't know how that's ran, but I know they have an opportunity to adapt. I don't need to see 500 freaking printers on the floor, right? You can have like a TV screen and swipe it, pick it there. You can have models right there up on a wall and people can look at those things. You're go- If you're going in to a store to buy one, it's probably because you need one immediately, not because otherwise you would be shopping online if you had that time. So it's an immediate transactional purchase, right? But I think their space can absolutely be used like a workspace. I think they can work like a co-working space, like... Like, just fully go into the small business industry. Like, be that hero, that platform. Um, really work in the green area, too. They have a print shop there. and I mean, that's my perspective. They can be leveraging that space for so many other things. Get an influencer, really hype it up and be like, hey, this is a cool workspace. You can drop in. These are rentals. You can do this, do what you got to do. Or you can buy a membership, right? And they have that constant revenue stream. People can just pop in, free Wi-Fi. Um, so many prints they get to me, copies, things like that, and really leverage that space. Um, you know, I you have to innovate, innovate or die. Yeah, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm using that hashtag, innovate or die. Um, so, uh, you know, it's that. And let's say you're innovative. Let's say you're doing what you need to do. And then you have to sell it, right? There's no... Like, you got a really good idea, and, like, everyone's high-fiving everyone in the office, and, like, yeah, we're kicking butt, and, like, nobody out here knows how amazing, I've been in that, I've been in that type of um, place before, and I'm, like, dang, we're doing really good stuff, and then I go out there, and they're, like, what the hell are you guys doing? I mean, I don't have this, I don't have that, and there's always people to, you know, nag and complain, I get it, but there's, there's also, <laughs> there's also a freaking disconnect, there's a huge disconnect. You go and you create like a really good product and you got all this stuff going on or you go buy a venue and you're like the best linen on the best tables and like nobody knows about it. At the end of the day, it's word of mouth and referral 100%. I am not going to tell you, no, no, you need to. But there comes a point when you're starting off and you're doing this, you have to brand and you have to brand appropriately if you want to see results, right? If you're scared and... You don't want to see results. You don't want it to grow too big. You don't want it to be like, oh, another obligation, a pain in the butt. I get that too. It's scary. It's scary for some because they're like, I can't handle it all. You would absolutely not. You would absolutely have to step back and then delegate that to somebody who's qualified. And you would have to pay somebody to manage and run that who's also, you know, qualified. So that would consist of leveling up, which is super uncomfortable because people like to be in control, especially small businesses. 
I don't really want to promote Andrea. Here's just what I get. I don't really want to promote, you know, I'm going to get so busy. I had someone tell me, it's too many calls. It's too much. It's too busy. I said, delegate it. No, they're not going to know how to handle it. Well, stay on the hamster well. Right? Who will be your client will be your client. Who will not be your client will not be your client. And there's nothing more you can do. You keep pushing and leveling up. You keep sharing your passion and doing it freaking excellent the best of the best and you're never going to play yourself short you're going to be right on time for the right opportunity you have to trust that you sell shirts let's get you selling shirts let's get you selling shoes outfits dresses jumpers earrings jewelry purses art you have the opportunity because you've had clients to capture their information when they purchase from you. On so, there's so many levels, right? And then you have an opportunity to reach out to them again and say, hey, you might also like this. Think of Amazon. When you purchase something, there's like a combo at the bottom. You have this option to do that. But a lot of times you don't because you don't want to be salesy. Oh, I don't really want to bug them. And it goes back to that programming. Um, sit down. Be quiet. Um, you know, things like that. Sit down. Be quiet. Um, don't Don't be too braggy. Don't. Don't don't bother them. Don't be a nag. Don't do this. And it's not. If I go to your store and I buy your product, that means I chose to like your product. If you in the back of your mind think that I just bought it because you were lucky enough to get someone to spend $15, $20, like you need to fix that mindset, right? We do. We need to fix this idea that um, instead of us like being like this charity case and, oh, wow, someone gave me money. My art is not worthy enough. Wow, you know, this or that. Or is it good enough? You know, you might titter-tatter. It's perfect. And like, oh, my gosh, it's not good enough. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why would you rob yourself of the happiness? Why would you set yourself up to be like, the other shoe's going to drop? Let me F it up. Why? What do you gain out of that? Except like sadness and like the need to keep resting and resting and getting depressed and depressed and pushing it down and avoiding it because of the story you keep telling yourself. If someone comes to you, say thank you. If somebody has waited for one of your orders, say thank you. Don't say, oh, I'm so sorry for the wait. Say thank you so much for waiting. I appreciate you waiting. Focus, like, be careful with your words and how you word these things. What you have inside of your mind will come out of your mouth, correct? So when you say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're you're putting yourself like in this victim place. And I don't mean to offend anybody if you have been a victim of something. But if you've always played the small role, if you've always been told to play it small, don't be too big, don't rustle up feathers, don't be loud. Don't be obnoxious. Mind your manners. And, uh, selling is not not minding your manners. 
first of all. Don't, don't be so pushy. There's slimy pushy. And then there's informational and educational. Educate people. Inform them of the product. Share why you love your product and you think it's amazing. That's, that's it. You just have to share your story. You just have to share your message. Show great combos on how your earrings might look with the dress. Show some summertime outfits where you would totally rock that. And maybe someone's inspired by that. It's not pushy if you're not... It's pushy if you're trying to sell me something I don't want. But I want it because I've already, I've already bought from you. So touch base and do that upsell. Touch base and be like, hey, how are you doing? You know, I really want to say thank you for buying that product. If you got a small following, if you got maybe, you know, 50 customers buying from you, reach out and just write a little small note. It doesn't have to be a crazy template. You know, text them, email them. If you got 12 people, email them, text them. Like that will go so far. That personal touch will go so far to show that you genuinely care about your clients. It's about how you make people feel. At the end of the day, it's not what the actual interchange is. Sometimes it's about what you feel. I can go buy earrings anywhere. I can go buy clothes anywhere. I'm moving into like a conscious consumer type of thing um, recently. So I buy large, obviously, um, you know, as I'm moving in there. But I'm also, you know, sharing my dollars with with local and conscious people who are aware of, you know, um, things that are working for the betterment of everybody. And, and how like my $1 may help somebody locally versus enslaving them to a minimum wage job, you know, um, where they're not empowered. So I definitely am becoming more conscious of that um, personally. And, you know, um, again, it's conscious consumption. It's, it's what you eat, what you think, what you, what you buy. Um, I think maybe if we change the word from sales to sharing. I'm going to share this with you. I'm going to sell it to you. I'm going to share this information with you. I'm going to share this gift. It might be easier. But I don't want you to freeze up if you get a big opportunity and you go into like this boardroom, you know, and you have five, six, ten people of the opposite sex or of the same sex or of whatever, you know, positions where what you say, feel or do or think can be judged and dropped in a minute and kill that opportunity because you're afraid of those words. You need to really define that process of what you're doing. Are you shoving something down someone's throat that doesn't want it? Or are you are you guiding your customers and being appreciative and, and grateful for them purchasing from you and being like, hey guys, here's some more cool stuff. Like if my cousins come over and my friends come over, they're like, oh, I like your necklace. I'm like, oh, you can have it. Oh, here's some more stuff. Oh, here's some more stuff. That does something for me. I love to make people happy. It makes me happy. Because there's times in my life for long periods of times, you know, little bit by little bit, my life hasn't been completely horrible, thank God. But times when I was at my lowest and I always wanted to make other people happy because that made me feel good. Because I don't want anyone to feel that way. I don't want anyone to feel like poop because 
why? <laughs> it's not going to fix anything. So I really got into to this type of mindset when I'm selling, when I'm creating, when I'm connecting, when I'm networking, when I'm sharing. To say, how can I make it the dopest as possible? How can I make this so freaking amazing? Like, they're asking me for like level one. I'm going to be like, sure. Level one, transactional. Here's bonus one, bonus two, bonus three, bonus four. If I can, it costs me nothing to be generous. It costs me nothing to give a nice um, comment about something I think positive about that person. To share a little tidbit, a tip that's just like overflowing in me. Because I have so much freaking marketing experience that I'm able to be like, boom, boom, boom. Or I'm able to say those types of things, right? And it's ongoing. I'm constantly adding more into it. So it's just nonstop. I can't help it. It's just nonstop business, nonstop marketing in my brain all the time. That's all my brain is. There's marketing, there's business, and then there's, I would say sleep, but I don't sleep that much either. Oh, um, laughing, happiness, right? Love, delicious and beautiful food. Um, the bear mate, the bear, bear essence, and saving the world, right? Duh. Wearing that crown proudly. You are exactly where you need to be doing and following your passion for a reason. Everything you have been through, everything you have lived, um, beautiful, hard, rough, whatever hard is for you, you know, um, whether it's being scolded, whether it's being beaten, I don't know. Sheesh. But Everyone has their own level of what they can overcome. You won't be given more. And that has made you stronger. And if you have a gift and you have a product or you have a service that you can be sharing, you absolutely need to share it. And it is okay to receive funds in return for your expertise, for your service, for your product. This is how your gifts are going to sustain you. And then you reinvest those funds into your family, into others with your conscious consumption, into your business again, obviously. Into yourself to keep being the best version of yourself to continue providing this wonderful service and product. Reaching out, networking, taking some of that money and going to a training, investing it in, in hiring a team member. Investing in, in, you know, hiring a coach for yourself. Doing these types of, or going to a, sp a speaker's, you know, event where you're going to learn how to become a better, you know, business owner or, um, you know, agent of some sort. It, it will flow so easily you won't believe it. And I think if you're aligned, fulfilling your passion, and you see it coming in so easily, you're like, uh, you may get overwhelmed. But that's really how it goes. It's just so easy when you are in alignment with what you love and what with what you're supposed to be doing. They just flow in and you can't stop it. And everyone will start coming into your life that needs to be in place with what you're doing because you're going to have that opportunity to grow. You're going to have that opportunity to grow. 
then you need to trust yourself when that opportunity comes and share your passion with somebody that maybe, you know, you, they, you're making somebody feel beautiful. If they put on your earrings and it's something you made, you know, because you just love that, you love making people feel beautiful, you love to create, and this is your calling to create a, a purse or create earrings or to create shirts or to create, you know, jewelry or to create art. That means someone's going to look at that or someone's going to wear that and be like, I feel so pretty. That's my hairstylist. I feel so pretty every time I leave there. I went in there to curl my hair one time. I was like, I love it. I always feel pretty every time I leave. She just makes, she just does something that makes me feel pretty. Perhaps it's even investing my time. Taking a minute out, you know, 20, 30 minutes to go there and talk and stuff and just do my hair. How are you doing? Good. I mean, it's such a good feeling. It's such it's such a beautiful feeling. And I let her know that she makes me feel good every time I leave. And I know she smiles. And I know that does something for her, too. And she does her art through her hands with my hair. You might provide yours differently. But that's what you're supposed to be doing. Trust that. And it's not going to be received by all. Those are not your people. Don't worry about that. Let them find their people. But whatever you do, speak up and share and sell. And don't see sell as a bad word. Share. Share what you're doing with people that love what you're doing as, as prior customers. And what more you got coming up. You want They want to support you. You deserve to live a life and have a business that supports you fully, 100%. It's not going to be that hard, but make sure you're touching base with you and what you're sharing and why you're sharing it. Not just for the bottom dollar, because you're going to miss everybody if that's what you're doing. If you're coming from that place, mm -mm, it's not going to work out. It feels like mud. You're not going to make it happen. Share authentically. Share your story. Share the love and passion. Be vulnerable. Be vulnerable in that sense. Imagine you're sitting down with me and we're talking about what you like to do. And we're going and we're going and we're like, oh my gosh, that's so dope. Keep it going. Yes, let's do this. Hey, what about this? I see people light up. Do they light up? Once I start like listening to them and we start going, everybody I have talked to. When I get into it and I start pulling out from them why they love what they do, they freaking light up. And I said, good, jump on the camera. <gasps> no, <laughs> and they freeze. But you have a story. It's not about you. It's not about your face. It's not about your hair. It's not about your clothes. It's not about the background. It's about why. I'm not the prettiest face on camera. <laughs> I am not. There's a lot of flaws that I do not like to see myself on camera. I look at myself and I say, okay, I've gotten over it over these years. But I absolutely have seen the results from me sharing my story. And I have seen people go do things because of it. And I freaking know it and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So then any ego about me not being pretty enough, thin enough, smart enough, um, you know, any type of typical beauty standards, I don't care these people are coming up and they're stepping into their power let's go 
Don't sell yourself short, please. You're not a burden. And what you're doing is what you're meant to be doing. But you got to give it. And if it's not, you got to let it go. But you got to give it its full opportunity. You have to go full force in it. Don't have hazardly do anything. Because you always get haphazard results. Go in. Make it happen. And if it soars, let it soar for as long as it does. And when it doesn't work, move on to the next one. No harm, no foul. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And be grateful. You guys, I hope this has resonated with you. I hope you share your product, your service proudly with pride and your passion as to your why behind it. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. I just got to find another word for that. Vulnerable is an uncomfortable word because you're like, oh, I'm so vulnerable. You just think of someone like laying there with their arms open. You know what I mean? Um, and that might be uncomfortable. But we need to find just open, just authentic, sincere. These are words too. Be real. Masks off, guys. Masks off. 2019, masks are off. So level up. Let's go. I hope this has been a wonderful podcast. Please go check out my new website, www.theandreaeffect.com. I'm on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, WhatsApp, Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, whatever other social media you got for me. Twitter. Ugh. You guys, much love. Thank you for your support. Solid, solid. Many blessings to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Let's do this. Have an amazing week. Besos. Bye-bye.